Teachable Moments 29. Don't want to make this too short, but what are the problems with the judge? What are the problems? Well, female priest, I mentioned that earlier. Should we have female priests? I don't know. I'm a layman. I'm not a, I'm not a part of the religious. You wouldn't catch me dead in religious, unfortunately, because this is not the time period to do so. In other time periods, I might have been. Because at least back then they had they were serious about marriage. The Catholic Church is not serious about marriage. They, they, they no longer want to be. So they should get out of the marriage business completely. If they're not serious about it. I said that it should be somewhere in the lines of Shinto in certain aspects when it comes to death. That this, not that it's a deaf religion, mind you, no, but it respects and honors the dead. And that is what it should surround itself with. Victory over death. But death will still come. You understand what I'm trying to say? Something close to what Mexico has with their with the way they see religion and whatnot with the Catholic religion. One of the things the Catholic Church and one of the things the churches do to screw over men badly. And I mean this with no hesitation is that the church tends to view men as a afterthought in the layman's life if they're not becoming a priest. They tend to see us as an afterthought. They tend to use us as similar to what the rest of the world uses men for as mules. They do not see our other issues concerning with money, with resources, and all the rest of these things, they see the world the same way that everybody else see the world and the way that the rest of the world see men. But remember, we're of the world, but not... We're of the world, but not of the world. The Catholic Church failed on that aspect. Other religious entities tend to not do the same mistakes. But the Catholic Church do those mistakes. Some of it, I, I, I honestly, is understandable dealing with the altar servers and the whole issues with the, um, with the Fred thing that happened in the Catholic Church for many, many years, which was absolutely disgusting. 
and still needs to be taken care of. But aspects of this was the misappropriation of the way the church handled its rules. There were rules already against this, and it was a serious punishment for that. But as time moved on, as chivalry changed over aspects of the Catholic Church, so did the way priests saw men and the priests saw themselves. Concepts that were not introduced, that were all, they were always there, but concepts that were reintroduced, if you want to keep it that in those simple terms. This is why I said Tessarian is pretty much correct concerning with the whole thing of old world disorder from new world order, especially with this goddess religion. I believe that he is correct. That's why I said I'm, co I'm not combining this. I'm just saying that there are trends with overall Tomasi and Michael Tessarian are saying there are trends leading into this. And they're both correct in their own different way. Even though, according to Tomasi, Carl Jung was a bit of a freak sexually and all the rest of these things. And he's old order thinking, even though there's a lot of correct things he wants to say. Whereas Jung to Tessarian is more conservative, ironically enough. But certain things were off. And after his research into psychoanalysis and all the rest of these things, he sees something different. But they all are coming to the same conclusion. They're trying to bring about a new form of a goddess or the old form of the goddess. Anyway, whether people like it or they don't, this is the fact of the matter. Men are not respected in the church for what they do and what they bring. Sure, they do the father prayer every Father's Day. Sure, they come up and say women have to submit themselves to their husbands. We cannot be so dis detrimental to our children. Yeah, this, that, and the other thing. But one of the things what I meant was is that they put our masculinity in a little box. And they put femininity and the feminine mystique and the feminine narrative and the gynocentric order as the way to see the world. NOI does this worse, especially with African-American females. All the rest of them do this worse with all of them because the real reality of the situation is it's not even about trying to get women's anxieties together. It's the fundamental thing is that women, uh, they're not ready to accept. They're not ready to accept this. And if they if they're willing to accept it, a lot of shit will change. Men has put women on a pedestal. The church put Mary on a pedestal. 
all these generations put women on a pedestal because they were pedestalizing a way women were in the past. That is not the way women are now. And the fundamental fact is, is that a lot of women are a bunch of failures. A lot of the generation's women, especially in the millennial and and many parts of the Gen Z generation are a bunch of failures. They're failures. They refuse the our society's refusals to accept that and correct this answer, and even self try to blame men outside of the purview of these women for the reasons why women are failed or have become abject failures in in these generations is the reason why our societies are breaking down. Because the truth about the last five or six years, especially with Trump, is that whether you think of him as a con man or not, he went out and he gave men hope. He went out and said that y'all treat men like shit. He went out and said, y'all don't even think in the direction of trying to get us into a different direction. That is not so much connected to the weakness of the world. That accepts that things were where they were. You have to understand three things. One, Trump was connected to the new process movement, which John Michael Greer talked about, about positivity and all the rest of it. He was also trained by Roy Cohn, who was a gay man in New York. I want you to combine how ruthless Roy Cohn was with the way the process movement is. He's an extremely dangerous person in the right place, in, the, in, the, in certain places. That type of thought, pro, those types of thought processes are extremely dangerous in powerful places. Extremely dangerous. So much so, in fact, if it is done in a positive sense, like Trump almost did, we had the reactions that we saw that were mitigated in certain ways by people so fucking desperate to try to keep their daughters out of the prostitution house and to keep their sons away from drugs and into a place of work. But they, but they don't realize that it is much deeper than this. That not only that they're country has failed them but ultimately their church and their spirituality has failed them that in certain cases especially with the catholic church especially in the catholic church all of them have conspired to use catholic morality against your own best wishes
That's why I mean why they put masculinity in the box. That it can only be used when it is time for the single mother to finally calm her down and to become a part of the church triumphant. Then it needs to be put in the box until it is ready for the initiation of its children, of the man's children into the church. Then it needs to calm down and to be able into the sacramental errors of the church. You're just little toys. You're, oh, and it needs to calm down until we have the big prayer where the men can come around and do these things and pray for the fathers and the grandfathers and all the rest of these things. But there's only one true father and it is the priest. There can't be no other fathers other than him. There can be no other fathers than the great father, the one true father. But it seems to me that the church is turning this great father into Kerasisogen, the beast three. The one who would assume the world in her own pussy. Just to get herself off. Think about it, folks. Think. I'll give you an example before we end this today. Because you think I might be repeating myself. I'm not. Corey Holcomb made a comment. He saw this video of a African-American man who was on the drums on in church, right? And so he's not wearing a belt. He's not wearing anything of that nature. He's not dressed for church in a more respectable manner. This may have been practice or some sort of other things or whatnot. And you know, in a way, you gotta understand it in the way that we have to showcase the failures of women. Because one of the reasons we have to showcase the failures is that one aspect of how how society destroys women that actually get it when at the time they need to get it. Actually destroy women the time they need to get it is the overemphasis, not on sexuality, not even on frigidness, but the overemphasis of their hypocrisy and solipsism and narcissism in the sense that they can have it all forever. Not possible. Another myth of progress, which proves um, John Michael Greer's thing uh, uh, issues correct. However, I don't want to get into too long of a detail on what Corey Holcomb saw. But let me put it in this particular sense. The overweight black male was sitting on a chair 
and was doing this thing with, with, with the drums. It was in the drum thing where they do their little spiritual things and whatnot, as well in the African-American church. And so he had no belt on. So you notice when he has no belt, you can see his butt crack. Now, folks, accidents happen. People go through fast things and whatnot. There is no, sometimes you get, you have a day that there is no type of respect and you learn from it, okay? But one thing that makes it real funny is that this particular person is looking back at the guitarist who is much skinnier, a little bit alpha, if you want to put a particular that way. And all this particular person is doing is teasing this person. Teasing. In all sense. Here is the problem that y'all need to understand. This would have never been an issue. This would have never been an issue in the African-American community if we did not put African-American women as so-called goddesses and god and queens of this planet, of this planet Earth. It's all a lie. We pedestalize black women to the nth degree. And in certain ways, we pedalize their predilections and we pedestalize their fetishes. I hate to tell people this, but black women's fetishes are the same as white women's fetishes. Just a little bit in reverse. In certain, it just the races are reversed. It's, it's the same fetish. In fact, most women's fetishes are the same. This fulfilled a fetish. It may be that he's straight and he was trying to get in. And this dude said, get in me after this thing is over. They might have known each other and they said, do a little something special for me so I can really work with the guitar. It might have been that. It may have been they broke up for a little bit and now they're back to now they're in there and they're just doing something on the sneaky side on the DL side of the game. But for a lot of straight men, it's when like, what the fuck is this? And they should have said it. But you know what it is? The church accepts this because the church needs to bring the women into the yard. For their for the money. You understand what I'm saying? So they don't care if the person's DL. In fact, the more DL, the more masculine acting, their women will find somebody that they'll be DL that, that will be able to say, oh, they're already sexually proven. Here's another thing that our society kind of does, which fuck, which is fucked up. I need a man that's sexually proven. It don't matter how he did it. 
He's sexually proven. That means he can have my babies. I want y'all to think about how sad that sounds. That's failure. That a man has to be sexually proven for a woman to even think about putting that, putting his, putting another person's manhood in her womanhood. That he has to be sexually proven in order to do it. And it doesn't matter how he sexually proves himself. That's why they go out with bi men. That's why they excuse the beard's behavior. On the side. Because they're sexually proven. This showcases an issue. Women have no game. Women have no game. They never did. Trying to say that they know how to talk to people and all already. Yeah, they know how to talk to people. They know how to do But it's not the same type of game that men have. But our generation don't even have the same type of wherewithal and sexual, not identity, but awareness. That their mothers, their grandmothers, their great-grandmothers, and their descendants used to have. Let's even take it to the next particular level. The majority of our society, Western society, had no sexual awareness outside of prostitution. So sexual awareness wasn't even a clue. It was for marriage and all the rest of these things. So sexual awareness was muted in that particular sense. But even after this, there was only a period of 20 some years. The highest form being around 1987 to 1992 with these larger than life supermodels. You know who I'm naming that ever had any control of this, had any type of sexual awareness. It is a joke to think you can put the women in my generation, the Gen Z generation, and other generations that have that same type of awareness. They don't. Only a few of them do. And because the way our society has front-run themselves in supporting the ugliness instead of the beauty to promote the bimbo instead of those that actually got it to promote the Fesco model from the real supermodel. You get the weakness that you see today. The other thing is, is that these women are just not nice. They have, they're frigid, they're not nice, and they're ugly. Basic facts. They're overweight, they're ugly, they're, 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 they're insecure, 
They have no sexual awareness, aka they don't have any form of game of themselves. They don't want to be sexy. A lot of them were abused when they were kids, which is unfortunate. And that adds another layer to the problems that we have in the church. That not only they were prepared, they were, they excused abuse, but they were perpetrators of same. One of the reasons why woke culture began to begin in earnest was a way to explain the abuse that people were going through throughout their most of their lives. That's one of the reasons woke culture is seen in this country, but that is one of the cynical reasons why. That it is what it is. It's sad. You have to understand it. And all of these failures, some mostly their fault and others not their fault. It's not their fault that they were abused when they were younger. It's not, a, not their fault that both men and women were abused when they were younger. It's not their fault. It's the parents and other people around them fault. And they need to come to terms with that and they need to forgive themselves. That may be the only thing that will get them to change their lives and become successful people in this society. That may only be one thing. One of the, re one of the ways world culture is going to be destroyed is to the final reconciliation with their forms of abuse. They refuse to go after their parents. They're going after everything concerning masculinity and in many ways whiteness but they're not going after the parents and especially the mothers that did not have the ability to stop the abuse even though everything in society gave them the power to leave that type of abusive relationship but yet a lot of these mothers still stayed. I want you to think how dark that really, 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 really is. And the reason why these children, uh, young people are not confronting it. You need to understand how dark it is. How the church can be both perpetrator, victim, and victimizer of all of this. But what you're seeing is very darkly cynical. And it's connected to what I'm about to say in part three of these specials. The church in its promotion of the female empowerment narrative of all ages beautiful. That's very dark if you want to think about it in the terms that I want this, that I'm saying and all of the rest of these things.
did not explain. Allowed, if I want to say did not explain or cannot explain, and also gave the space for those that did not believe in anything that had to do with femininity to give others the option of having all of their desires met in another form. They gave them the space. The churches gave them the space and they have damned the laity because of it. Traditional conservatives and feminists work together to destroy single men. Let me repeat myself again. Traditional conservatives, traditional cat drag cons continue to support and feminism and feminist continue to put single men into a box of responsibility, but they are not given any authority. They have forced anybody they don't desire the person they want to be, the person they want to actually desire to be with, to be with those people. They refused. And they have given that option for broken souled men, begging for the church to come and bring them to a understanding of, of forgiveness and all the rest of these things. They gave them the outlets. They allowed the outlets to enter the church and commandeer the church in certain ways. This is not a society where you can raise a child thinking that he will be able to raise his own children. This is society that at a certain time in a certain place, when a person has sex with another person, he has a spiritual or he has a religious experience that is greater than all the religious experiences that that person was given. It is sad whether you like it or you don't. That's why they put women on a pedestal because they can give a religious experience that they cannot find from the church. That is the closest thing to a religious experience they can have because it allows the eagles to calm down. So when that man is doing that jiggle boo dance on in the church, flaunting himself, he's not attractive. He's 300 pounds and all the rest of it to the dude doing the guitar. They are trying to have a religious experience later on. They are in that religious experience. Once you figure this out, you will understand why LGBT will continue. Why all of these things will continue. 
You need to reconcile that and you need to understand this in order, as long as you're straight, you need to understand this and reconcile this and understand that this is what it is. See it for what it is. If you don't see it for what it is, you're going to continue to get blue-pilled. Thinking that a woman's going to solve all these problems. They're not. In this particular generation in particular, they're the cause of it. And in future generations, they will be instigators of the same thing. If time is not taken. That's why the church needs to go into what the Shinto religion does concerning death. They need to do that. We need to learn how to have to learn how to die with dignity. To have a church that will allow us to die with dignity if they cannot do anything else. That's what the church needs to do. That's what NOI needs to do. That's what all of these other particular religions need to do. If they cannot teach us and let us into the point of learning how to die with dignity, then there's nothing else any church can do. There is no need for Abrahamic religion anymore. There is no need. Then what for humanity? Y'all got to explain yourselves. I don't know if the church can survive. I really don't. Because if the church survives this, it won't be the same church that I was baptized in. That I christened myself in and all the rest of it. It isn't. It's a completely different animal. That is controlled by the state. That is controlled by all these other things. It's something else. It's not the church. I don't know what else I can tell you. But you're not understanding what's going on. The church became something it wasn't, in the, especially in America. The church had the practices and all the rest of these things that talked about life in certain ways, especially in the Industrial Revolution and before it. And some aspects of it were corrupted via chivalry and all the rest of it. But in the end, the analysis, they still had a connection to what the church was. The church is not the same. The black church has a lot to answer for. For once being something that was the thing that brought about the civil rights movement, it's now something that brings about another movement of a drummer and a 
guitarist. It has a lot to answer for it. The way out through the church that has to be not just on the whole Shinto thing and whatnot concerning death and the rest of it, but is the church ready to reconcile that there are differences between men and women? If the church is going to stay a part of building families to the church need to split the way that we do mass the way that everybody does mass I mentioned this on the first episode part one that there may have to be a split into the way of how many women see see God and that ultimately that women need to pray their own way and men need to pray their own way. If the Catholic Church and all the other religious entities in the world are going to have some form of success in the future. Could it be that they may have to split the church into three entities? That the church is going to have a female side on female side, a men's side, and a family side. If they are going to stay with the sanctity and the the sanctity of marriage and the and the sacrament of marriage, whereas the main church is the church where married couples and their children are there on Sundays that single men will have their own church, single women will have their own church, and the family church will be the main church where they will be able to be together to celebrate Mass That's not to say that anybody can't go into the church, but in order for something to take place, some sort of better idea how the church is going to handle itself, it needs to do this if it's going to stay in the marriage game. If not, then they must go to that area that I just mentioned earlier. But we did this first part leading into what what has happened. We did the second part dealing with the church. 
Now you understand the issues concerning with women and the church that they use it, that, that how society uses, how society influences the church and affects the church in those ways. I want to ask you a question before we get into part three. Can we realize, unfortunately, in the millennial generation, that the millennial and some Gen Z generation sees sex as a religious experience or the only viable religious experience, and that all of the things that we're seeing today in our generation, no matter how many different ideas and ideals that all come back to the same point of who can satisfy their particular desires in that particular way, who can inspire those spiritual concepts. And the fact that has come to my attention that all of these entities, you know the names, are basically there to, in the context of intersexual dynamics, to facilitate the religious experience of sexuality. That is very dark to say, but we will explain more about it in part three and how the mainstream media use porn as a weapon. Thank you for listening to Teachable Moments 29, The Church and Its Problems. This is Novit Hollaback. We're on Apple Podcast. Google Podcast, Podcast Addict, and wherever you get your radio shows. We'll be back next week with part three, how mainstream media use porn as a weapon. It is going to be absolutely fascinating how we now have to have a new view of how this particular entity of entertainment needs to be seen. And Teachable Moments 30, comes right after, is going to be very possibly some of the darkest observations yet into the history and into our generation and how it sees itself, especially with women, how they see themselves. What I am going to say in episode three and Teachable Moments 30 and 31 are going to open your minds to the realization on how badly everybody's being played.
So, enjoy yourselves this weekend. Well, enjoy yourselves the rest of this week if you're hearing it now. Take care of yourselves. And we will see you next week. Well, just a couple of days from now for part three. It's going to be a doozy. See you then.